Hi, this is Monica Hooper for the What's Up podcast. Today I'm joined by Brittany Coleman and Judy McLean, the two main actors in Company, based on Stephen Sondheim and George Firth's original 1970 production. The show still contains those recognizable songs like You Could Drive a Person Crazy, The Ladies Who Lunch, Side by Side by Side, and Being Alive, but there has been a little change. The main character is now played by a woman. So it's company with a twist. Today I'm joined by the two main actors in the production. Thank you for joining me today, Brittany and Judy. Hi. Hi. Great to be here. <laughs> All right. So this is Company with a Twist. Um, so can you tell me uh, just real quick, in what ways have the Company's many stories changed? The biggest twist, I think, from the original version um, is that the main character is now gender flipped. So Bobby is a woman, mm -hmm. uh, as well as some of the other couples who are, you know, her friends throughout the show. Some of them have been gender swapped as well. Okay. That's our biggest flip. Okay. All right. And uh, what ways has the musical stayed the same? Primarily the book. There's some changes in the book, but the music obviously is still the same. And um, I mean, obviously there's pronouns that are switched. Yeah. Um, but I think, Britt, don't you think most of the book has remained intact? Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. I yeah. knew it, at the center of the show this time is a same-sex wedding, and there's been some more feminist themes um, incorporated. So I'm wondering, in what ways do you feel like this narrative reflects your beliefs and opinions? Britt, you should take that since you're the lead on it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's just interesting how certain themes pop up when there has been very little switch to any of the, the book or the script. Right. Um, People seeing the show who are familiar with the original have had so many brand new things pop out into them, even though they're seeing almost the exact same show. Mm -hmm. uh, but it is different for, you know, the premise of our show is that um, Bobby is turning 35. It's her 35th birthday. And it would be like any other normal birthday, except for the fact that she is single. And uh, a lot of her uh, friends in the show have very strong opinions about it. <laughs> and so, you know, the concept of a woman turning 35 who is single without any kids has different stakes than a man turning 35 um, without kids. Mm -hmm. And I think it just resonates really differently. And I think a lot of people, especially in 2023, 2024, really um, identify with a lot of these, uh, these things that kind of pop up with the show. Okay. All right. So they just kind of came up organically and it wasn't so much in, you know, somebody inserting anything else then. No, it's, mm. it's very organic. Mm -hmm. And especially for me, like I, I just turned 35 last month uh -huh. uh, and it's, it's Happy been a, a very easy uh, transition into this role. Cause I definitely do identify with a lot of stuff that Bobby feels mm. throughout the show. All right. Um, what about I think also the fact that there is a um, same-sex marriage uh, in in the show is great too, and the fact that um, for those of us you know uh, that are have been comfortable with that for years, and and um, it's great to see how it gets affected across the country and how different audiences react to that. So it's been lovely kind of present a same-sex couple as the norm. Right. So that's that's a pretty wonderful thing about our show, I think, too. Okay. 
So what was your experience with the show prior to joining the cast? Were you two fans of the original musical? Yeah, for sure. I mean, the music, I think it's some of his best written music he's ever done. I mean, the song Being Alive that Brittany gets to sing as Bobby is a brilliant piece of material. Um, Another Hundred People, um, Marry Me a Little. There's just some of his greatest songs he's ever written. So the score is, I think I knew most of the songs before I really knew the show. Um, That's kind of how I came into it. So, but yeah, it's, it's, it's incredible music, as well as George Firth, who I guess I guess uh, gets underestimated as writing the book, is pretty pretty brilliant. He's a brilliant writer. All right. And what about you, Brittany? Yeah, I, I would say the same. I definitely knew the music before going into this, and then uh, seeing the show, especially uh, on the West End when it was first gender swapped, I just went on a whim, and I realized how how funny and cohesive the show is as a whole with all of these iconic songs um, sprinkled throughout. It's, it's really, really interesting. I, I loved the, the West End and then um, got to do it on Broadway. And now I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so Brittany, tell me a little bit more about yourself. How did you find yourself pursuing musical theater? Um, I had a really ambitious music teacher in elementary school who came in into our program um, around the third grade, and he wanted to do um, condensed versions of of big musicals, um, you know, with elementary school kids, like 45 <laughs> minutes long tops. And he made all of us audition for all of the roles, and then whoever didn't get roles would be in the chorus in the back. And uh, he basically pulled me out of, of the chorus and had me play Mary, Little Mary in the Secret Garden. And that's that's basically when I got hooked. Uh, the school plays after that. <laughs> Has he been able to see you on stage now? Have you had? Yeah, like, yeah that's wonderful. I've... <laughs> All right. So, Judy, what about you? How did you get into musical theater? You know, I came uh, by the way of uh, I when I was growing up. Obviously, I started singing in church. That's probably and and my neighborhood. We had a very musical neighborhood for some reason. All the kids in the neighborhood. So I kind of just immediately started doing that. But I, I actually went to school for classical music. I studied as a classical singer. I got to my degree in classical music as is more of a opera class, you know, slash opera uh, classical singer. And then it was during college. I, I didn't really know that musical theater where I was from. I was from Pennsylvania, a small town. Didn't realize that you could actually major in musical theater. You know, mm-hmm. I thought you had to go the classical route. So I did that. And um so basically, during my college years, I started more investigating. I went to Ithaca College and started investigating more musical theater. I had seen a bunch. I'd been to New York when I was, since we were so close to Pennsylvania, I'd gone to see shows and always was, that's what I wanted. But it didn't turn out that way that I had studied it. So got to New York. And basically, after college, I, I did a whole degree in musical theater in New York City. So I, I think most of my training in musical theater was doing classes and voice and, you know, dance all in, in New York City. I kind of concentrated on that for four years afterwards. So it's like, it was like kind of my master's was in New York and continues to be. I'm always a student. I love being a student of, of musical theater. You uh, know? And I teach it as well. So I got my degree in that. But yeah, so it came more the classical route. Okay. All right. And then you, um, I, I know that in the notes that they sent me, they said that you have done a lot uh, with Mamma Mia. A lot would be an understatement. 
<laughs> I spent um, 11 years. I did over 4,000 wow. performances of Mamma Mia just on Broadway. I, I played Tanya for seven and a half years, and then I played Donna for the last four years that the show was on Broadway. Wow. So, yeah, I have some experience with it. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. I, you know, the thing was, the beauty of it was that I had kind of a double career at the same time. I was doing a lot of symphony work. And they let me go for all these symphony gigs that I had. So I had kind of the best of both worlds. I was doing other things and doing the show. So it was, it was pretty remarkable. Okay. And now you're playing a very iconic character. I always think of, of Patti LuPone. <laughs> um, so how do, you, uh, how do you approach such an iconic role and still make it your own? You know, I'm not Elaine Stritch, obviously. Mm -hmm. I'm not Patty. We're very different mm -hmm. types. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I always go start from the text and mm -hmm. what the text informs me about that character. And then how do I find the relationship of myself to that character and what do I relate to? So, you know, that's going to just immediately give me something different than, than they would have played. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think exploring, you know, the relationship with who Bobby is to Joanne is also, you know, through the text and what that gives us. So it was primarily, I always approach it for how alike I am to a character and how different I am from a character. And then I, I kind of springboard off of that. Mm -hmm. So I think I found my way in, you know, I was, it was daunting at first because you think, oh, I have to do Elaine. I have to do Elaine mm -hmm. or, or, or Patty. But I, I, I always think of Elaine in this role, mm -hmm. honestly, because that's how I first came to it and that's extremely different than me so yeah it was approaching uh my way in from the text and from my relationship to the, the part i i am not an alcoholic <laughs> or a drinker <laughs> not that she's an alcoholic but but she she's a heavy drinker obviously and um but you know it's really finding the underbelly to a character and what's the crack in a character what makes her or a, any character do what they do you know there's the surface that this role has a lot of surface. So I had to find what was the underbelly and what makes that person do what they do. That's always, you know, the, the fun thing for me, you know, not the outside. She's tough. She's abroad. Right. But why? Okay. You know? All right. All so I spent right. a lot of time with that. Okay. Um, and Brittany, um, how, what was it like playing a character that was originally written for a man? <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I haven't really had the the hardest time of it just because it feels when I when I read the script with with myself in mind, um, I, I don't have to do a lot of work of like, oh, OK, well, it was written this way because a, a man would would indicate this and that. I think I think it actually has just been a very natural kind of progression. I think it's been interesting with certain double standards. Like we have a, a whole kind of date scene where uh, Bobby brings one of the boyfriends home. Uh, and that's, that's been interesting to see how audiences have kind of reacted to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't think there's, I don't feel anything particularly masculine in the writing. I think it's more circumstantial. Um, and it hasn't been a, a heavy lift to, to make the flip. Okay. Uh, do you have any like previous roles that this one puts you in mind of? Um, no, Bobby is particularly singular. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I think especially for a leading role like this, 
I'm on stage almost the entire time, except for um, one song in which I am changing costumes. Mm -hmm. But the beauty of this role is that it's slightly passive in the way that Bobby gets to highlight all of her friends. I get to sit there and enjoy everyone's company, <laughs> literally on stage, while um, while each couple really shines in who they are and what their opinions are and what they bring to the table. I love it. I love just being able to sit back and like <laughs> enjoy everyone's antics. It's been it's really interesting, and I don't think there are any leading roles of that caliber. I've said that Bobby is more or less passive until she is forced to not be passive. Um, which makes for uh, being on stage actually tolerable the entire show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So do you think that like with the retelling and with uh, the gender swaps that the message in the, in the show that, you know, no matter your relationship status, life can make you crazy. Do you think that that message has remained intact or do you think it's changed at all? No, I, I think it, it at the end of the day really is about being alive mm -hmm. and um, opening yourself up to new new ideas, new explorations, um, keeping your your loved ones close and not taking them for granted. I think that resonated when it was originally written, and I think it's it's still very very similar. Okay, all right. And um, what have you noticed um, about the audiences so far? What do you think they're taking away from the show? It's, it's, it's really exciting to see and uh, very curious to see how different parts of the country <laughs> relate to it and what they laugh at. You know, um, in theater, it's, it's remarkable how the audience is part of our journey always, you know, we, mm -hmm. we get in theater and we think, well, what are they laughing at? What are they responding to? And um, definitely the East coast is different than the South and then different to the Midwest. And um, it's been fascinating to watch what they laugh at <laughs> and what they find uh, funny. And that's, that's been a, a really revelatory kind of thing <laughs> for me. Um, yeah, it's, it's, um, and I think, you know, regardless of what they do laugh and what they respond to, we've pretty consistently have people standing and screaming at the end. Okay. <laughs> so whether they're moved to laugh to, I think there's someone in the show that everyone relates to or can relate to. I think that's really a wonderful thing about the show and the couples um, and relationships, whether you're in a relationship, whether you're not. We have a, an incredible following of younger people in their kind of 30s. And it's because it's about them, right? And their journey that they're on, some of them, not all of them, but um, that's been really fascinating to watch uh, how people, what people take away in different parts of the United States, yeah. <laughs> you know? Because of what they bring to it, you know, their beliefs or not. It's been interesting. All right. All right. Well, um, that was all I had for you both today. Thank you so much for joining me, Brittany and Judy. Y'all have a great day. Thanks so much. Okay. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.